Professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our inaugural summer road tour powered by Echo and their amazing lineup of products online at echo-usa.com. We are traveling the country, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. And the Summer Road Tour, powered by Echo, rolls on. We're on the front porch of my friend Dylan Stevenson in Springfield, Ohio. Welcome to the Ohio. It is good to be here. Beautiful day in Ohio. Sun popped out for us. Loving it here, man. This is awesome. You do some porch sitting? Yeah, we try to, especially, you know, once, especially once the sun goes down behind the house is there, um... We're actually looking at getting a patio done in the backyard, so in the evening times, it'll be shaded in the back, so, awesome. so that'd be nice. But yeah, we try to get out here whenever we can. So Yeah, well, it is a beautiful day today. Uh, thanks to Echo for making this possible. I hooked you up with a nice magnet. You're going to rock that for Did, me, man? I'm going to leave it on there. Yeah, you can, you can straighten it out. It's crooked. Yeah, yeah. if anything, we can even put it on the back, so that way when people pull it behind me, they can see you know what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. So we appreciate Echo. I just got back from Brian Fullerton for three days. That man's on a whole nother level, man. Man, I that guy, because I talk to him quite often, and I'm like, I tell him, I'm like, you just don't stop. He's like, dude, you got to do it while you can. I'm like, that's right. So he yeah, is I'm a sure hard working fella. I'm sure you are. That couple days up there really whooped you. Yeah, it was awesome. Last night, he took us out for a steak dinner mm-hmm. uh, for um, Keith Calfus and his wife, Ashley. Mm. And, um, John Payjack, Joseph DePace, Michael Bedell. It was eight of us. We had a great time. Although That's I, an all-star group to be with there, huh? Dylan, I go to bed at 9 PM and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like midnight and these guys won't stop talking. Yeah. I'm the guest. So I can't be like, well, I got to get going because <laughs> Brian's driving. So yeah. I'm just sitting there and it starts raining. They're standing out in the rain talking. So Calphus and Brian, they get together, they start talking algorithms and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> when you eat on that level, that's what you start talking about. You YouTube know, the, millions, the man. I, yeah, that's what they say, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, but they're, they're, uh, but you know, their hard work is showing, though, like what they do. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, they run two businesses. They're, you know, they're Brian's media. lawn maintenance speed business. Keith's, uh, you know, well, Keith has three businesses, I guess window cleaning, yeah. landscaping. Mm-hmm. And media, so yeah. it's uh, always good when you're around entre- successful entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's uh, and that's that's something we're trying to do even here. Is just there's a couple you know bigger companies here in the area that we try. They've been kind of like staying in their ear a little bit, you know, and kind of hanging out with it or just conversating with them and trying to trying to set up times to get into where I can kind of network with them a little bit, especially as we go into the. Uh, to the winter time, they're definitely probably going to be a good asset to have. So, um, but yeah, if you can get around 
that group a group of people like that, then good things will come, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, your story's been out on podcasts before. Mm -hmm. If you've never heard his story before, uh, Dylan was working at Gordon Food Services, which paid very good mm -hmm. benefits. It, it was a solid job. Yeah. Very good job. Yeah. But you had this itch. You had a part your part time business there for a while, but you just had this itch as customers, you know, kept contacting you for more work that you know what? I could do this full time and actually be an entrepreneur full time, run my business full time. And uh, you've talked with Brian in depth, Stan Genetic, myself, yep. uh, others in the industry. And we've all kind of probably said something similar, like go for it, get the boat as close to yep. the dock as you can. And then last year at Brian's Entrepreneur Academy mm -hmm. Live, there was a Q&A and there was a really special moment where Stanley Genetic, who's kind of like the father of the green industry to mm -hmm. us, he basically tells you, go for it. Yeah. You were crying. I think half the room was crying. <laughs> yeah. It was like a movie. You, it was, yeah. well, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, right. But I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, and that was, uh, and that'll be, I even said it on Brian's podcast. It's like, that's a moment that I, I probably won't forget because that was- I hope you don't forget that, yeah, man. No, I won't no, forget no, that. Because that was, I mean, I, you have, you know, the group that was sitting in front of me there, like- Caleb Allman. Caleb Allman, BM, you know, Blake Alberson, um, Keith Kalfas, uh, Stan Genetic, Jason Creel. Yep, Jason Creel. So you got some some big time players sitting up there that have gone through the ringer. They've gone through, you know, everything in a sense. It seems like, and you know, that was a a situation where I was like, I I have to just take advantage of this and get their input. And you know, but and all of them were just like, you know, you're you're gonna be blessed. Like you will not be believe how much work once you make that leap. It's almost like you you just be amazed by like how much work would just start flowing into you. Mm -hmm. And and honestly, that was kind of the case. You yeah. Know? So tell us what what has transpired since then. Yeah. So um. So I, I th midway through April, you know, and then this was a crazy year to Can, do it. Make sure is my red dot going on my camera. On the top right, yes, it is. Okay, just wanted to make sure yep, we capture yep. this moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and you know, with like this was a crazy year to do this, anyways. You know, with the COVID thing going on, so like right when that's really starting to take off, here I am quitting a job that you know we're making like I've made seventy, you know, making seventy five grand a year with benefits and everything, and I've been you know over there for nine years, so. You can imagine the head turns that I got when, you know, I was saying like, yep, yep, this is my last, you know, two weeks here, you know? So, uh, but I'm telling you the COVID just didn't, it didn't slow things down. I don't know if people were seeing what they had going on at the house. Like, oh man, we kind of neglected this. So we need to take a I look. I think so many people were home working from home. It's like when you're working, you just leave in the morning, you come home, you kind of notice, man, we could probably tidy things up around here but mm -hmm. you just kind of push it off yeah. but when you're home every day you're like man it's getting on my nerves yeah we need dylan to come out here and spruce this place up so yeah. i i think in many ways covid19 benefited lawn and landscapers mm -hmm. hardscapers yeah. for for sure i'm, I'm yeah. talking to so many guys they're like man this was the best year ever yeah. revenue wise that seems to be a common theme yeah so in our saying. industry yeah hey i i think it was uh i mean time will tell but a lot of people mm -hmm. financially have, have really hit high uh, high revenue so far yeah. this season. But all right, go back yeah. to your story. So, um, you know, so that was a nerve-wracking time, but we've, 
we have worked for you know leading up to this this is our fifth year in business so for four years we have been getting ourselves to this point and that was a conversation jordan and i had because jordan actually put her two weeks in on her job the same day i did okay so uh so now she's a nurse at a, a state correctional facility mm-hmm. so that's who we get our benefits through through her now mm-hmm. so um but uh, that was a conversation we had though because i was like man you know had we had not gotten ourselves lined up then it wouldn't have been possible but because we did i was like you know whether this happened or not, this was the plan, and this is what we were going to do. Like, we had set ourselves up. And, um, and you know, it's, like, in the first, like, after three weeks of it, it was like, there's no way I could have, like, it was just a great time. It was just, like, it was almost like we just crossed that threshold, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, like, in three weeks, it was 21 landscape estimates. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, there's no way I could, like, you know, this would be possible. And, you know, and I'm sure a lot of, People were thinking like, man, do you wish you would have done this earlier? Do you wish you would have, you know, made that jump? And it's no, I don't because we, I was not ready for it. Like we Mm -hmm. were not ready for it. And even to be honest, if you were to look at our, like say like the numbers we did, because I was doing a part time, you know, if you looked at just what the business was doing itself, um, you probably would have said like, there's no way you're like, why would you even consider this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because we went from doing... 17 weekly customers to now, you know, with an HOA, we're doing 50 properties a week, you know, Monday. Who's we? Me and I have a, uh, we actually brought on a guy, um, for the summer. He's on college break. Um, so he goes to school in Tennessee. So I have him for a few more weeks. Now we'll see if, uh, his schooling opens back up, if they're going to continue to do stuff. Where does he go to school at? Down in Tennessee. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. He's actually going to school, um, for ministry. Okay. Yep. Um, so, uh, but anyway, so he's with me all summer, but, um, you know, if if you looked at our business wise, though we were not ready for, it. but because we prepared ourselves, you know, for whatever, like I mean, that just leveraged us to be in the right direction, you know. Because so now we're doing fifty in in a week, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, we're doing landscaping, and like we're not like at the beginning of the season, we were five weeks booked out for the first month and a half, you know, consistently, and now we're about two weeks, two two to three weeks booked out, but. I know after the first month, I told Jordan, I was like, we wouldn't have been able to do half of the work. Yeah. Like, if I was still Gordon, there's no way we could have done half the work we did. So, um, but no, it's been good. Um, you know, we're learning a lot. We're, you know, we're experiencing a lot. Um, we're taking on, like, you know, because landscaping is really where my passion's at. Like, yeah. Landscaping is really where it's at. That's where profit margins are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely better than lawn maintenance. Mm-hmm. I, I say all the time, if you're going to do lawn maintenance, you got to do a high volume of it in a very tight, yeah. you got to go nailer tally Farrow on them. This guy, Dylan, I was out in Virginia. It's like, he would do that house, this house across the street, that one. I mean, he just parks his truck yeah. and it's so nail- like nailers right, town. So actually right here, like I do this one and then my two neighbors here. Okay. So, what are you charging? Uh, you can tell me quietly. No, you're fine. What's the no, price so, of um, <laughs> I don't want to talk too loud. No, Another neighbor's truck. Cause I oh here. no, no, you're good. <laughs> Um, for these two here, this is, you know, 0.2 acres. So these are $35 yeah. weekly. Cuts. Okay. Good, good, good. That's, that's good. Yeah. Um, so, very, and, if you got, you guys can't see here, uh, the cameras on us, but these are very small properties. Yeah. I just know sometimes when it's so small guys are, you know, they'll do it for low, but you gotta, you gotta factor yeah. in all that mm-hmm. overhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know, those are thirty five dollar cuts. So nice, and we hit mine the same day. So we're we're gonna hit these Monday tomorrow. Okay. So, um, what do you throw a little thirty inch Toro Time Master on there? No, we have a thirty six inch right stander. Okay, intensity. 
Yeah, I was so, just at right uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So yeah, so on mine, I used the thirty six intensity. Okay. Um, but for these two here, because I have a gated backyard, mm. so that's what it just makes more sense. Instead of using two mowers for the mine, because like I cut mine twice a week. Obviously, you can see it needs cut now, but we've just gotten so much rain where I haven't been able to. But anyways, so, but I use we have a fifty four inch Hustler Super Z zero turn that I use for the other two. Okay. But um, but yeah, so I mean. Hitting these three, we're in and out of here in 45 minutes. Nice. So, yeah, it's, you know, and this is probably the smallest we do. Uh, we have a couple smaller ones in town, um, but we don't go very big acreage. Now, our new HOA we picked up, um, there's a decent amount there, but um, but it's basically, like, each home is maybe have a little smaller yard than what we have here, and there's 19 Now, where'd there. you get this experience? Because I'm looking at your landscape yeah. here. And you know things seem to be spaced out correctly. The um, depth. You're you're doing things. I've done this for ten years. Yeah. And a lot of guys. You, sometimes you look at it, you're like, oh, oh yeah. They don't know what they're doing. I, yeah. You, you obviously know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So how did you learn? Was this just skill over time? Did you get an education? I'm, Dylan just redid a remodel at his house here. But how did you figure out how to do this? Um, a lot of a lot of research. Like I'm a lot. Like I. Like, because that's really where my passion's at. So I just, I'm just trying to get as knowledgeable about plants, you know, mm -hmm. what type of plants we're planting, what they're good for, um, spacing wise. Like you see here, you know, I'm a person that is my idea of landscaping is less is more. So you know, take for instance the I three, the three boxwoods right here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you plant them. So that way, you know, six years down the road, five years down the road, whatever, you're still going to have space in between those plants. Now, if we wanted to create a, a, you know, eventually make it just one solid hedgerow, I probably would have put two in, you know, the gap there. And then in four years, you'd have a nice solid hedgerow there. Mm -hmm. So everything is spaced out. So that way at mature, um, at mature size, you're still going to have that spacing. Um, and you know, I'm a big, I'm a Lance, I'm a big stone guy. So we got our farm stones it. here. And then I absolutely love I'll it. Have yeah. to, so like I said, my parents' house is right there. Um, I'll have to show you some, some of the, cause my, that's what my grandpa did. And we worked at fields when I was younger and we pulled up some stones that are immaculate. And, um, but yeah, so everything is just for spacing and that's a, you know, I actually, we did an install and, um, brick border down the, on the other side of town here. Um, and, one of my YouTube videos I discuss on like how I go about lining them up spacing wise. And, you know, like this is all afternoon sun. So, um, you also want to keep that in mind too, when you're doing landscaping, like your sun, cause that's directly going to impact. Yeah, now you know, all the these holes, did you use like a Toro Dingo with, uh, the auger bit and, and dig your holes or you use a shovel in the old fashioned way? Old fashioned. All yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, that is something as, that is where we're looking at getting more um, efficient with is when it comes to our landscaping, you know, what are some things we can do to make that more efficient? So instead of digging each hole, you know, we can use an auger and just, you know, in 10 seconds, you have a perfectly carved in hole, especially because like yeah, what I, what I like to do Dylan, is so we'll, we'll, let's say this is a brand new install. Mm hmm put everything down exactly yep. where we want it take some white paint yep same spray thing paint yep and then bam i'll lift it up spray mm -hmm. paint it and then you come in with the dingo and it's just you dig your hole to the perfect you know depth and then put it in add a little oh so you're talking on, on actual dingo not even just a hand auger no 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 like yeah we'll, like an attachment yeah we'll oh, use yeah, a to yeah. toro dingo mm -hmm. with the attachment yeah 
spray paint where you need the hole and then just boom, 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 yeah. boom. Now, this oh, is yeah. kind of a small job. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. if you yeah. have, you know, 50, 60 plants. Oh, yeah. It's, when you're uh, doing big. If, like Caleb, my guy Caleb says, efficiency is everything. It, yeah, that's the truth, though. But, yeah, I just, I really have grown a passion for it, um, you know, and just there's just something about the landscaping, especially when you transform something into nothing. Like it's like I told you here, this was as plain basic of land. There was, I think three boxwoods here and we ripped out some stuff, but it was just squared edge, squared edge, squared edge. So just, how'd you get your edge between the mulch and the grass? So sharp there. Um, hand, just shovel, just okay. a spade. Yeah. And then what I do every time I mow is I take my string trimmer and flip it around Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, you know, just keep that edge tight. But, but yeah, I, I love yeah. a good edge. Oh, and, and you got and, a great edge. And that is, yeah, an edge, I feel like, is what really makes the lance. I mean, what's really going to make it pop. Um, you know, obviously, this is, you know, probably a five-inch, four-inch edge, you know. so I love it. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, that I'm, I'm a big fan of the edge as well. Yeah, know? in Georgia, our turf is low. So we don't, mm -hmm. and we don't have this tall turf like you guys have yeah. up here in the cooler season uh, turf area. We have warm season grass, which is supposed to be cut low. So, yeah. Our edges aren't as um, defined, I would say, than you guys have up north. So I'm just, I'm loving it. Yeah. Traveling the country and seeing different, you know, landscaping is just kind of. Oh, yeah. There's and, pros and cons to the north versus the south. Yeah. But the, what I like about the north the most is um, the, the you know, the green grass. Yeah. And uh, the edges. It's nice. Oh, especially when, like, when this is fresh cut and it's like a tight edge. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, and like the grass is like it's just straight down. So. But yeah, it's um, it's different. That's and like you were saying, going around looking at other landscapes. I mean, I am nonstop looking like while we're out doing whatever, seeing what like especially when we get into some you know our higher end neighborhoods that we do, and just seeing what some of their landscaping is because that's also what I try to do here. Like okay, for take for instance that dwarf globe blue spruce. Like that's not something you see very common in landscaping, just because that's that's a high end plant. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so just just that type of stuff is just things that like i just pay attention to that just really separate you know? so how are you doing your price I, one thing i love about landscaping as mm -hmm. well is we come in and we do a job like this and yep. then you're done yeah it, it, you do it it's one time and it's done mm -hmm. and, and like let's say it's a 1500 dollars install mm -hmm. and it takes you you know you can do this in half a day or one day yeah by the time you uh you know the windshield time to go to the nursery pick it yeah. up all that but then it's done 1500 bucks whereas if you cut someone's grass all year for a whole season mm -hmm. it could be fifteen hundred dollars i talked with caleb and Brittany about this but fifteen hundred dollar revenue for 27 weeks yeah but you got to go every single time and if it rains you got to go and all yeah. that headache yeah versus a one-time landscape job for the same amount of revenue yeah. which if you really add it up is probably less man hours less headache mm -hmm. and it's just you're on to the next one and yep. if you really get tight on pricing and, and develop a reputation in the area yeah. people won't mind paying more for dylan mm -hmm. man he does a really good job yeah. he's an expert he knows what he's doing and you can start to uh you know get a little confidence and, and start charging more mm -hmm. if people will say yes to your higher rates and uh I, I just love landscaping or if you already do lawn maintenance just add landscape enhancements to it mm -hmm. uh, yeah you could consider that it's just yeah. Something that, uh, unfortunately, Dylan, I didn't, coming out of the gate, all I really had skill to do was mow, edge, trim, blow. Yeah. And then my friend Jamie started training me, like, no, 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 I, it's not as hard as you think. And mm -hmm. I, I would start going to the nursery, 
and just grabbing the little tag yeah. and just reading. Okay, yeah. that's a spruce. You know, that's a that's a Japanese maple. Yeah, and I start looking at the prices and figuring out. Okay, mm. Japanese maples are expensive. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know boxwoods. Oh, yeah, they're pretty cheap. And then yeah. you just you start figuring it out. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's a. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a big reason why landscaping is also nice because you know, like you said, you're you can do a fifteen hundred install, <clears throat> and you're there once. And you know, well, then we always. We always, afterwards, we say, you know, if, you know, we talk to them about the maintenance end and say, hey, you know, we also do fall cutbacks, you know, fall prunings and everything, mm-hmm. mid-season prunings. So, you know, the first year, typically, we don't do mid-season. Um, you may want, some, like, your annual or your perennials cut back in the fall. But, um, you know, we always upsell on, like, the maintenance end, too. So, not just planning and going and never talking to them again. We definitely want to make sure that we try and get as many services off that as possible. So, we'll, you know, freshen up the mulch in the fall. Um, you know, or come back in the spring with new mulch, um, in the fall time, cut back your, what's the rate around, uh, Springfield, Ohio for uh, a yard of mulch. What are you able to charge out here? So I typically charge between a hundred to 125 a yard. Okay. Yeah. What you buying it for? I'm getting it for 37 a yard. Okay. And the reason why I say 100 to 125 is okay. Minimum it's going to be 125 or a hundred dollars. Now, depending on how far we got to walk that mulch is Gonna also is there a gate in the backyard. If there's a gate, like you know, like take for instance here, if we had a bunch of landscaping in the back, unless we had a dingo, which we're also gonna charge them for, um, you know, we have to charge more because that's more time versus if you're this close to a, a mulch bed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You can knock it out in no time. So, you, so it's not only just price, but it's also you know um, time into that that we also think about too. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's uh. It's been good this season, though. I mean, I'm I'm really because like we, I set a goal, you know, on a a number one hit a month, and the next thing you know, we're just like doubling that, you know, one and a half in it, doubling it. We have yet to miss our goal, even with you know mid season. um, I was just talking to Brian the other day, and um, next thing you know, like we scored six, seven grand in landscaping. You know what I mean? And just like that, because I was like, man, we're only like a week or two booked out. Boom. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. four jobs on the bucks to go. You know, so it's 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 definitely been a good a good season. So if I'm blessed. Like, I, I not take anything for granted. Like, I feel like it is a lot of what we did to prepare for this, you know. And, um, but so far it's been good. Awesome. What would you say to somebody who's considering the transition? Is that the job? And is thinking, man, I, I want to do my lawn care or landscape business full time. What would you say now that you're on the other side of that decision? Um, one thing is definitely going to be, you know, it's it's not like it's any easier swinging both versus being full time in. The big difference is now you are fully in on your business, so you can focus all your energy on your business. But it's like, you know, I'm still working, you know, till five o'clock, you know, in the evening, give or take. And then, you know, like the one thing that's never changed is like the back end stuff like the office work so you still have that so it's not like it's any easier um but it's nice because you're just all in on your business and um one thing i would say to focus on too is just like start portraying yourself like how you want to be perceived like i mean we're i'm always trying to perceive like have the best image like Mm -hmm. always trying to be the best image staying on top of you know like posting pictures on our face like 
quality Facebook pictures, mm -hmm. quality pictures on our Google listing, you know, our website. And one thing I really pushed hard on this year is reviews. And because of that, I mean, so this is my first full-time year. And if you do landscaping, Springfield, Ohio, we're number one. For, you know, oh, awesome. And that is... If someone Googles lawn care, Springfield, Ohio, you well, pop up. Well, for lawn care, we don't. Landscaping, you Landscaping, do. we do. Okay. Um, but I, I think that, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact of just me push like... Most of the people that are leaving reviews are after we do like landscape install or whatever. And we still ask for, you know, we still have some mowing clients that have dropped us reviews, but, um, but I don't know what it is, but I don't, and you know, I don't know if it's a combination of having a YouTube channel and Instagram, a website, a Google listing, a Facebook to where like we probably have, we may have more internet presence mm -hmm. than say like some, like even like the larger companies here, they may be more old school. So like, you know, that may help us to like be ranked towards top of, but being, cause like that, cause, and also a thing to do is whenever you have a new client call, always ask them, Hey, how'd you hear about us? Yeah, is it yeah, word yeah. of mouth? Is it Facebook? Is it strictly off Google? So that way, you know, like what is working, you know, yeah. cause that's one thing I learned from Brian ring is in his email. It, it says underneath, you know, when it signs your name, you sign your name underneath that, he says, have a quick minute, leave us a review. Mm -hmm. And then it says, click here. And then when you click there, it automatically has it linked to the Google review page. Yeah. And then if the person's logged into their Google ecosystem, they can just leave Ring Lawn Care a, a review. He makes it really easy for them. Yeah. And that's something that he, you know, helped me get implemented. And mm -hmm. the other thing is uh, that I've learned is like, let's say you do the landscape and install and they're like, man, Dylan, that looks so good. I can't wait for my husband to come home today and see how awesome it looks. And oh my gosh, good job guys. And you can tell they're kind of on that high moment of, of satisfaction and, mm -hmm. and they think it's a, a quality work. When they're in that good mood, you want to just say, hey, Susie, uh, it would mean a lot to me if you can leave us a, just a sentence or two Google review. Mm -hmm. yeah. You guys who listen to my podcast know this because Barty and I are always like, hey, drop us a rating yeah. and review. Yeah. Uh, hopefully at the end of the show, you're like, ah, it was a good show. <laughs> leave us a rating and review. It's yeah. the same in podcasting, yeah. but, but in landscaping. And then you make it easy for them. They're not going to. They're probably not going to go inside and pull it up and do it. But mm -hmm. if you say, hey, I'll shoot you an email right now and just get on your phone and, and send them the link to the Google review. Yep. Okay, I just sent it to you. You know, They're not going to do it 100% of the time. But right. the ones that do, mm -hmm. that's huge because this is only going to grow with people going online, typing in, even on their phone, lawn care in Springfield or landscaping in Springfield or whatever your yeah. city is. Yeah. And uh, I think it's smart as well. Do the YouTube and the Facebook and the Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Oh, it's not over. The conclusion of Paul's interview with Dylan is on the way. Speaking of social media, I do hope you'll check us out on all the major platforms. You can see tons of videos from the echo-powered summer road tour. And even DM us, send us a direct message. If you've got a question or you'd like to be a part of our fall tour scheduled for October, either as a guest or a sponsor. TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to learn how to become a professional hardscaper. It has courses there, a retaining wall installation course and a paver installation course, teaching you how to build a complete project that can take your company to another level that is profitable and worthwhile. Industry Podcast Summer Tour, powered by Echo, rolls on. Once again, here's your host, Paul Jamison. It was a beautiful day. 
sun beat down. This is only going to grow with people going online, typing in, even on their phone, lawn care in Springfield or landscaping in Springfield or whatever your yeah. city is. Yeah. And uh, I think it's smart as well to do the YouTube and the Facebook and the Instagram. Yeah. That only helps as well with the algorithm. Yeah. Um, but Google reviews is is uh, tested and true, tried yep. and all that. Yep. I think I screwed that up. Tried, yep. tested, true, something. Something like that. They get it. But no, yeah, <laughs> but when you're talking about what Brian Ring does, um, we use Yardbook mm-hmm. for CRM. So um, in the email, because we are basically 99%, per- like all our long customers are charge card on file. But Amen. um, Amen. um, but like when it comes to landscaping wise, like a lot of people just pay right online. Well, in that email, it says, you know, our business thrives on reviews. If you find time, please. And it's the same thing. There's a link already provided, so you know it's simple right there for them. Because and that's you know the least amount of steps your customer has to do is just the way to go. It, and not only for finding work, but it's also social proof because mm-hmm. I'm traveling the country, right? If I'm going to go to a, a diner or somewhere and I look at the reviews and it's got a bunch of good reviews, then I'm more likely to go You're there. More or if go. there's a hotel, it's like, you know, bad reviews and oh, don't stay here. Red roof in. Here, yeah. red roof in yeah. You know, don't <laughs> trust the room service or whatever. It's it's some sketchy places out there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that social proof. Bad reviews. I'm gonna stay away from that business. Mm-hmm. Good reviews. You know, I'm more likely to engage in business uh, with people that are reputable. Who's this joker? Man, he. It's a group of guys that live down the street, and you're catching him on a slow day. Okay. Yeah, sometimes he burns it down here, and I'm like, goodness gracious, guy. Yeah, uh, we had someone just drive by. And a big old Cummins. It's a nice neighborhood you got, though. Thank you. Yeah, we, um, I'll tell you what. So, our old house, uh, we lived up on a hill on two acres. And, I mean, the hill, when I say hill, it was a hill. It was hill. And uh, we went from there to here. And because, like I said, my parents live across the street. So, we are always saying, you know, like... Wouldn't it be nice if this is all we had to take care of? Just this point two acres of you know property. This is all we'd have to take care of, and you know, be just a simple life. And that is exactly what it's been. Is what's the price simple. point of these homes like these in in Ohio? Um, this is probably you'll find them in here probably one seventy five to two plus. Just depends on you know how updated they are. You know if they're the original deals. So. So you're, that's probably around what you're looking at here. Yeah, real nice brick homes, lots mm-hmm. of space. Not lot, lot, not lots of space in between, yeah. like the the acres of the yard, but lots of space in between the homes. Yeah. In Atlanta, they're like right next to each other because there's, you know, yeah. millions and millions and millions of people. Yeah. The, I just moved out of one county that had over one million people just in the county in a suburb. It's oh, a good. lot of people. So you're just they're on top of each other. And you, you know, Rhonda's yelling at, at Ed next to I me. Mean, um, you know, right, you can Karen. hear him. Yeah, Karen. <laughs> yeah, that's um we even got a couple neighborhoods um that we're into now, uh, to where I mean it's so for a thirty six inch it's probably one four width, so seventy two I mean, there's the house right mm-hmm. there in between them and man, they're just smacking them wherever them builders are just smacking them wherever they can. You know, but, uh, but yeah, it's nice here. It's quiet. Like a lot of time, the only time you're going to get people coming down here is when it's the people that live here and we're, we're thankful for great neighbors. Um, so yeah, we like it here. It's, it's not our forever place. Um, cause we always said like, ultimately I like to be able to have 
a place where we can keep our equipment at our house um, and everything. So, because like right now we rent a shop. So once we get to the point to where, um, you know, because we're pushing our shop size in a sense with what we have. So if, you know, the cost of renting a shop is the cost to build one, you know, whatever, yeah. then it's like, that's when we need to start thinking. But for right now, it's good. The kids are, you know, three and one. So like we take them on walks on the sidewalk and the park's just right around the corner. So, but it's nice here. It's quiet. So. Yeah. So what's financially for investing for the future when you work at a company that, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you had a 401k yeah. Gordon food, yep. food service. It's kind of like on autopilot. You don't even really have to do anything mm-hmm. and they'll, put that money away for you and did they do a match or anything like that Yeah, they did a company match as well so that's uh convenient and easy in in Mm -hmm. in the sense of once you have it going but when you're an entrepreneur like it it takes a lot more diligence and intentionality Mm -hmm. so what's it been like switching from a a comfy corporate nice paying job with all the you know retirement and all that to being an entrepreneur where now you gotta you know yeah you got to save for the future or mm-hmm. no, no one's automatically doing it for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So, um, you know, what I had in my 401 at Gordon's is still in the 401. We didn't mm-hmm. withdraw anything. That's good. Yeah. That was basically what we considered that was like, if you know what really hit the fan and we had to have money, then that's the only time. And we even talked to our CPA and he was like, if it comes to that, let me know. Cause then we need to figure something out. Yeah. I think Dave Ramsey says the only time you touch that is if you're dealing with a foreclosure or a uh, divorce or like mm-hmm. something, yeah. uh, like life threatening, because I think they tax you like crazy oh, yeah. tax rates. Then you get penalized anyways for, you know, withdrawing early. So, yeah. um, but no, it's, it's really just been more of a tightening on budget. And we were already on a, I mean, we're already like because we paid that. Well, I told you that yeah, we're I GIE, that. we yeah. paid that off as quick as possible. Yeah. You know, we put half down just to get it paid off as quick as possible, yeah. and that was our family vehicle. And then we got Jordan's. We just got hers a little bit after we moved in here, um, but we got that off a of lease. So it's half of a. It's at 2018. It has like twenty some thousand miles on it. We got it. You know, it's like half the price of a brand new one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and we're working at getting that paid off as quick as possible. So like other than that in this house, like we don't have credit, we, like, we don't have Man. credit card that nothing. So, um, but no, it's just been more like just being more aware. Mm-hmm. And what's been nice though with the COVID-19 thing though, it's like, it's kind of limited you on what you could do anyways. You know, it's like we're, we're at home more. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Not so as you much of a go, temptation yeah, to blow money. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, but I guess it's really just made us just be more aware of what we're spending and like um, only giving ourselves literally like what we need. Like I'm talking to where it's like if we're going to be going to doing whatever, then I just transfer that over to our personal side and then, you know, doing that. So yeah. we try to keep as much like literally as much in we keep it basically all on our business account and just mm. like literally pull from that into our do a owner's draw as yep, needed okay. as needed. And then what's uh, the plans for the winter? Are you going to plow that snow, make that dough, or are you just going to stack money all uh, summer? So we definitely are building up just a winter fund. Like that's like, I said, that's a big reason why of keeping it as mm. much in there as possible. Cause this is going to be our first winter. So we don't know what to expect, you know? Mm. And like past couple of years, the winter, the winter has been light. Like, mm-hmm. Instead of pushing snow, like if you threw salt, you probably made more money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because there's more salt deals. But um, we're planning on getting into snow, though. Um, 
that's where another part where I was talking about with networking. There's a couple guys in the t in the area that were like, "Hey, if you you know, if you want to you know, we be a subcontractor for us, like, you know, you may make a little less on the dollar, you know, on the hour, but we'll give you more work than you could shake a stick at, basically." Mm -hmm. So that's what I plan on doing. Also, we have a couple commercial accounts that you know I'd like to pick up on, but with that, there's n like, could you imagine putting a plow on that? and trying to get in and out of these driveways. Yeah. That's a big truck to, you know. Yeah. So that's more, I feel like, more open lot. So that's why even just, you know, getting in with uh, some other guys, um, especially getting some experience too, you know, because I was talking to a guy and, you know, he's talking like, you know, being in your first year, you go out being like a subcontractor, you know, you take what you want and work-wise and everything. So if you do that, then, you know, you also have a 50-man crew to back you up, you know what I mean, versus going out and taking on a big shopping complex on your own. Well, you don't really have the team to back you up on that. Well, if, you know, if I, you know, work with them, and he's he's been a good person to bounce off ideas with. They, they have a, a branch in Dayton, uh, Columbus, and Cincinnati. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's my plan for this winter and, um, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, like I said, it's all kind of, how's all, all the new. social media stuff going with the YouTube and all, all that? Good, man. I'm trying to get it. I try to post twice a week and we've been pretty good at it here, but there for a little bit, it, I was just, I feel like I was just running around like crazy to where I was like even struggling, just like mentally, just like, okay. Like, I feel like I'm running like a rat on a wheel right now. Just because, you know, spring rush, you're just going yeah. nonstop. But, you know, because we have the, having the kids and the wife, you know, I can't just be all on everything and then put them on the back burner, you know. So, um, but no, social media is going good. I think we're, we're over 1,500 subscribers now on YouTube nice. and Instagram's growing. And so, you know, it's a fun hobby. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, this, you know, I, I don't treat it as, you know, a big business thing where I'm trying to, it's like you post it, post it, post it. Like yeah. I post when I can, I post what I can. Um, and you know, that's kind of, it's just a fun hobby and just a good way to stay, you know, connected with the community. So, uh, but no, it's been good though. I enjoy it. It's fun. It's, awesome. it's that's the most important thing. It's yeah. fun to do. It's fun just to stay in the community and mm -hmm. learn from one another. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, Brian ring earlier, you know, he's in Minnesota. I'm in Atlanta and Naylor's in Virginia. And yeah. just, I have all these friends in different markets, different cities, and iron and sharpen and iron, and we're just yeah. learning from each other. And you can avoid making a mistake because you learned something yeah. from Absolutely. someone else that's yeah. a business owner, whereas the guy across the street might not tell you everything he knows. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's the thing is I feel like a, a lot of people on social, like, you know, but also be cognizant of who you're listening to, I would also say, too, mm -hmm. you know, because not everyone's got the, not saying I have, have the perfect advice or best advice either but but then also you know you just, you just make sure you're listening to the right people because you'd hate for someone to take advice from someone that really doesn't know it's not about what they're talking yeah. about well listen really to, to my guy julio tomei he's mm -hmm. been doing it for like 14 years up in canada vancouver lawn care business success yeah. podcast listen to my guy brian fullerton yep he's got 15 years or so uh, up in michigan i was just at his i literally drove here from his house yeah and listen to my boy Keith Kalfas. He does landscaping, window yep. cleaning, Untrap podcast. Those are some good ones to listen to. Of course, let me toot my own horn. Yeah, Green get, Industry podcast. Get on it. 
over 200 episodes um, traveling the country thanks to Echo. Yeah. And uh, hearing your guys' stories, hanging out at your houses. We're going to go grab what? Texas Roadhouse? What are, the, what are the options? Man, you kind of, like I said, you kind of got it all. You got Beat Ups, Chipotle, Texas Roadhouse, Charlie's, Applebee's, Red Lobster. Ooh, Red Lobster. Yeah, I guess I completely forgot to mention that one earlier. Yeah, so, I mean, you got Japanese plays. You got Mexican. I mean, whatever. What do you usually get at Texas Roadhouse? Oh, I'm a steak. I, right. I'm all let's go. Let's go Texas yeah, Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah. Do it big on the summer road tour powered <laughs> by right. Echo. Thanks. Uh, shout outs to Richard Outdoor Services in Alabama. He, uh... Sent me a hundred bucks for uh, steak dinner. To where? Anywhere. Or just to oh. take Brian out. Okay. Brian wouldn't let me pay. I, I had the hundred dollar bill and I said, here you go, Brian. And he's like, I ain't taking that. And I was like, well, no, Richard Outdoor Services in Alabama wanted to buy you dinner. I ain't taking that. And he, he wouldn't let me. But Brian paid for everything all weekend. Did you slip so. it in his podcast studio? No. Or so he said, he said, take someone else out on the tour. Yeah. Uh, pay it forward. So gotcha. if you'll let me pay. Get you a steak, man. I was trying to get you. I was trying to buy you dinner. Well, I ain't gonna. I'll, I'll take that. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I got to at least my boy Richard Outdoor Services. Someone's yeah. got to accept his gift because it just I mean, keeps getting punted down the road. I was going to take you so out, generous. but if you need, I mean, also, hey, if you I, need, I ain't gonna if complain. If you need to get get rid of the gift, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain. But no, no, I, I, I would like to treat you dinner for coming out and. <clears throat> excuse me. Coming out and doing. I'm telling that. you right now, man. I want a big old fat juicy steak, <laughs> that, potatoes. That, that's the. I'll tell you what. I mean, because we have like in the other, you know, 25 minutes away cities, though. You can get get like nice steakhouse, like nice steakhouse, like what, like prime rib. I I like uh, I like uh, but I'll tell you what, Texas Roadhouse. Uh, they got a yeah, good steak. Texas Roadhouse has I've. Like I, I don't think I've ever gone to Roadhouse and not had a good meal. Like it's always a good meal. Yeah, it's like. I will never complain about Texas Roadhouse. I say we go there, dude. I'm fine with that. Yeah. How crazy is it there for you? I mean, your original goal was like, I just want to get to 100 episodes and we'll see how I feel about it. Then you get to almost 200 or over 200. Now (sighs) you're doing a tour. Like, crazy. I know you're doing these podcasts to kind of, you know, focus on the person you're doing the podcast with. But for you, though, how crazy is this? It's been. I mean, to be doing something like this. It's been life changing. It's it's been encouraging. It's been I tell people because that that's my um, the desire of my heart is to do this. Yeah. So when I do this, I'm tired right now because Brian Fortin's crazy, <laughs> and he's making fun of me. I'm like I got to go take a nap, and he just he, he just wants to like give you the fullest schedule possible. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, so I'm right. just like I'm so tired. I'm like oh my gosh, I just want to sleep. And then these jokers at my hotel. There's like no one staying at hotels doing because of COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. So I'm in room two hundred five, and then I don't know what kind of zoos of room three hundred five right above me. But like five thirty a.m., you know, they're like, you know, just making so much noise, waking me up every morning. <laughs> I figured so you'd be like an earplug guy. I forgot him. Oh, I, 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 Ed okay. Wright gave me some earplugs at Wright Manufacturing. Yeah. I, I threw them away. Yeah. So I'm tired. But my point was this. Other than the fatigue of, of traveling and getting tired, like there's a excitement because I love doing it. Yeah. And so absolutely. it's just like when you love what you do, I love podcasting. I love talking. I love mm-hmm. hearing your stories. I love learning 
business advice. I'm an entrepreneur. You're an mm-hmm. entrepreneur. Brian's an entrepreneur. Keith's an entrepreneur. You, I mean, we're all entrepreneurs at dinner last night. There's eight of us, and you should hear the conversation. I can imagine. Like yeah. Bedell and Payjack and yeah. Keith Kalfas are to my right, and they're talking about quarterly taxes. And then mm-hmm. Brian's over here talking about uh, his YouTube millions. You know, I mean, you know, what I mean. he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. about uh, funnels and and uh, just it's just all we're talking about is is business and entrepreneurship yeah. and and. Uh, I just love it because, and, and I'm not saying it's for everyone. The Gordon Food Services is for somebody. Yeah. You know, $75,000 a year, benefits, a cushy job. For some people, that's God's will. That's that's God's plan. Yeah. And um, But for some others, it's like, no, I, I want the adventure of being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I want the freedom of if I want to take three months off in the winter, and spend time with a one yeah. and three year old and just love my little kids and and take care of my yep. family for three months. I'm gonna work my rear end off, you yep. know, and 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 charge the right prices and be um, smart as a businessman to to be educated and you know charge at the highest rate I can so that I can afford to do that. Or if yep. I want to take my family on vacation for a week, I don't have to worry about the boss. I mean. Our customers are kind of our boss in the sense of, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you you still have to always be a servant, but I just love entrepreneurship. I love business. And so this has been so much fun to hear these stories. And then people are like, oh, well, when are you coming? You even did that to me. Like, when are you coming through Springfield? You know, yeah. and I'm well, looking at the just, map and I'm I like, need, I'm coming down 75. It's yeah. not that far off. No, so no. Because I, like, I was just giving you a hard time anyways. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, man, I'm right off that. Like, yeah. oh, if you're going south, man, you're going to go right past me. But yeah, uh, Detroit to Atlanta, it's like, oh, definitely yeah. made sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but no, this has been fun though. I mean, I'm glad to see you're doing what you're doing, man. Like, have the opportunity to be able to do that and continue and on. And thanks doing to Echo because they, I mean, oh, yeah, you guys is. know Echo's sponsoring the tour. I, financially, it's a lot to, you know, stay at a hotel every night and and all the gas and expenses of the trip. Yep. Echo sponsored the tour, so we want to say thank you to them for believing yep. in the community, wanting the community to to, to prosper. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful to them. And, and and I mean, it shows a lot too about like what Echo is about. You know what I mean? To be able to like just be able to give someone a chance to showcase what they're doing or just hear someone's story. Cause I mean, I know, I mean, like when, before I ever got on a podcast, I'd sit and listen and be like, man, I wonder when it's going to be my, like, when am I ever going to get on podcast? When am I going <laughs> to get a chance to do that? You know, cause everyone has yeah. their own story. Yeah. And you know, just to hear and you know, for someone to be able to have a platform to share their own story, like, and obviously Echo, you know, wants to hit, wants to see that. And the variety of, of the stories, because you're in the, you're kind of like a representation of so many people that Brian and I do one-on-one coaching. We hear these calls all the yeah. time of the transition of, I got a job, but I want to be doing my business. And, and, and everyone's situation's different with their levels of debt. How many kids they have? Are they married? What kind of equipment setup do they have? What kind of market do they... I mean, there's so many. There's no uh, blanket answer of how to make that transition. But I feel like a lot of people that listen can relate to you, Dylan, because they're like, man, this guy's you know in a very similar situation to me. So I want to kind of... They're following along with your story mm-hmm to see how it all is working out, what you um, maybe can offer in advice uh, to them. And then I was just in um, Novi, Michigan with Brian, and he had me interview a guy named uh, Troy Clog. And this guy has been in the business for 40 years. He had uh, over 400 vehicles. Mm-hmm. Each, ve- each vehicle had a number on it. 
So he'd be like, yeah, vehicle 267. I remember when we bought that one from Virginia. It was a, at an auction. And then the vehicle crazy. 313. They're all 400 vehicles aren't in... Um, the you know active yeah but because some of them they sold off some of them broke down or whatever but they had purchased them over the years so he mm. just out here 40 years in the biz 400 vehicles people flying around you know employees everywhere gigantic company you know tens of million in revenue a year and uh, he's sharing with me business advice and oh, i'm just yeah. sitting there listening yeah like this is so good yeah but then i also realized you know all the people that are going to listen to the podcast are going to be like, man, this is so good. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. And just, I mean, communicating with people and talking to them and picking their brains. Like I can tell you how, like, even like, with like Mike Bedell, mm -hmm. like when it comes to like numbers deals and just advice, like even like last year at GIE, <laughs> I bought him, First night, I was like, hey, let's go get some breakfast. Yep, I'm buying you breakfast because I just picked your brain for the... Like, you probably didn't even get to enjoy your breakfast because I picked your brain for the breakfast. Then him and I went out to dinner um, at Eddie Merlot's downtown Louisville. Mm -hmm. You know, nice steakhouse. And uh, same thing, I picked his brain the whole time. I was like, I got your dinner too because I asked you probably a million questions and here you are trying to enjoy your steak. So, but yeah, just, uh, just being able to... Because that's the thing is like, you don't know what you don't know. You right. know what I mean? And Dylan, I went on this journey when I kind of crashed and burned in my business, realizing I was I was working so hard. Like I'd leave and it would be dark out or it would be, you know, first to dawn. And then I'd work. And sometimes I'd work till we call it in Atlanta, dark 30. Like it's dark and you're still working. Yeah. You know, right. Or you're, you get done. But by the time you get home and pull in, it's dark. Oh, like yeah. Dark 30. And I was doing that and I wasn't making any money. And I'm like, I'm working 10, 12 hour days mm -hmm. and I'm like robbing Peter to pay Paul first, you know, first year or so in business. So I went on this journey of starting to ask questions and talk to people who were in the business. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, how much are you charging? All these questions. And as they would talk to me, I'd be like, man, I wish I could have like recorded that and listened back. Cause they'll, mm -hmm. they'll drop like two hours of a conversation at Panera bread over coffee. And I don't retain everything because I'm I'm listening, but you, I was like, man, well, I forget what he said about listening this. Listening and, and trying to ask the right questions. Yeah, so I was always like, man, I wish I would have, like, recorded that so I could go back and listen to it. And, like, then it kind of, like, planted the seed of the podcast yeah. of, like, man, I, I I have had so many of these awesome conversations with Naylor Talley Fair or Blake Albertson or whoever off air. And it's like, now I get to have them on air yeah. and then everyone else gets to sit. It's like, we're all sitting, even though you and I are sitting on your front porch, people are on their mower right now listening to this feeling like, oh, I'm just, I'm hanging out with Paul and Dylan. Yeah. I love it. I, I love oh, it. Oh yeah. Just I being able it. to listen to, like, like I said, just feeding your, and you know, not every day am I listening to podcasts either. Cause you know, sometimes it's like, I just want to crank out some music and knock this job out. But man, when you, but just filling your brain with as much as you can. And I know it's, it's what everyone says, but it's true though. Like there's so much like little things you learn on just by listening to content like this and like what you're doing. So any chance you get to listen to this podcast stuff, it's a way to go. Yeah. And as an entrepreneur, you realize, okay, I'm not alone. Like there's other people know the, yes. the responsibility that's on our shoulders uh, to make it happen it's a Gordon food service. It's like, okay, you know how much you're getting. Mm -hmm. And if you want to mail it in a little bit, you probably know the threshold. I can kind of put the foot off the gas a little bit today. I'm not going to get fired. And then other days you have a little bit more energy and you do a good job. I was talking yeah. to 
uh, Brian's about his brother who worked in corporate America. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's frustrating because you don't really get rewarded. You can do a great job and you don't really get the promotion or noticed yeah. or you know how that world goes. Yeah. Whereas entrepreneurship, you do a good job. Your customers are going to refer, like there's real reward, the yeah. reward system now the risk is way deeper because <laughs> if you don't <laughs> uh, come through, yeah, you ain't gonna put yeah. gas in your car and pay your mortgage. Yeah, like it's yeah. the pressure's good, but I feel like for me, the pressure actually helps me perform. Like oh, yeah. I, I love the pressure. And, it it, it yep. makes me, in a weird way, that the uh, the I don't even know how to. I guess pressure is the best word. There's another word I'm looking for. But it really p- kind of pushes me to come through. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, and th- that's. I mean, you know, when spring rush is hitting, like I felt like even like mentally, like even though I was running, like you know, felt like we were running a mile a minute and just, you know, jobs, jobs, jobs. But it was still like mentally wise. It was just like in a good spot to be because you're just all in on the work. You know what I mean? And you're you're just you know when you're just trying to give the best foot forward because we always thought of it as each job is like this job could lead me to the next job or the next two jobs. You know, Karen may put in a good word to her sister and her brother-in-law, mm-hmm. you know, saying, Hey, this guy that did our lands and next thing you know, you have two jobs and cause they've seen your work and you know, you could, it could line you up for the next one. So that's how I always just think about each job with like landscaping, whatever. It's just putting your best foot forward and just always just and, trying and to even get with the social best media, work. you do Karen's job. And if, she, if she's cool with you taking the picture, yeah, then it's like every job is an opportunity to be before hundreds or thousands mm-hmm. of millions of people with yeah. the internet. And I think, you know, do a bang out job and, and don't just, you know, half, but take your phone out of your, uh, uh, wallet or wallet on um, pocket yeah. and take a picture and the sun's at the wrong spot. Like actually look, yep. for example, this is just a little photography tip. So the sun's, um, that's the West. west yeah. Yep. It, it, you know, sun sets in the West. And so you want the sun at your back so that as the yep. sun's facing, you can see right here on, on your, um, rock and plants. Yep. It's got a really nice lighting to it. Yep. So even simple things like that, like when you take a picture Make sure the sun's behind you, and, and yeah. it's a nice uh, picture. And, and crop out, you know, if you got something raggedy looking, you yeah. know, crop it out so it's a nice picture. And you, you don't have to be Peter McKinnon, but I look at some guy's pictures, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. At least take a good picture. But, you did a good job, yeah. but match with a good picture. Put that on Instagram, yeah. and you, you can start, you know, Caleb Allman. Uh, his wife, Brittany, was telling me that she was at the pizza shop. It was kind of creepy because some guy's like, I know who you are. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> uh, okay. She's like, he's like, yeah, you did that job at Walmart last week. And uh, he's like, I follow Caleb on Instagram. She's like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, Different uh, way to go about that conversation. But uh, right, she, was, she was like, uh, get away from me. Yeah. But it, you, uh, you, you never know who can be in front of. All right, man, I got to get going. So, yeah. Because I got to get down to Cincinnati. Let's hit up Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, let's do it. Steak time. Yep, absolutely. Well, thanks for letting me come to your home and uh, guys thanks for listening as dylan mentioned ratings and reviews earlier drop us a rating and review if you've been enjoying the summer road tour powered by echo let us know in the the um apple podcast you click on the purple button that says write a review uh five stars is appreciated and uh drop a sentence or two it means a lot in algorithm our goal is to be in the top 50 
Oh, yeah. So they, right yeah. now we're number 64. It fluctuates every day. It's a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. But uh, we'd love to be a top 50 show, and uh, that happens with your ratings and reviews. So, Like that guy up north always says, you know, if you like it, hit five stars. If you don't like it, hit five stars. Who's <laughs> Brian. Oh, Brian. Brian always Fortune. says that yeah. in his podcast. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been, and it's follow been a Brian's show too, man. Brian, Brian's mm-hmm. uh, show mm-hmm. is Fullerton Unfiltered Podcast. He blessed me beyond uh, words uh, the last three days. He just, uh, from the meals to having a guest line, I mean, good guests. He's like, yeah. Paul, this is a big fish. Like, this guy does a, you know, tens of millions a year revenue and sets it up with me. So, yeah, that's awesome. I'm, uh, the community's so cool, man. Like, Brian supporting me, Julio supporting me, I'm supporting them, we're all supporting each other. Are there some bad apples out there? Of course. But there's way more good folk mm-hmm. like you that have a wife, two kids. I was say, you saw the wife and two kids yes. coming up. Yes, because I've, I've been going to everyone's homes. I'm seeing behind the scenes yeah. of, you know, real relationships. Like, we're going out sweating, working to provide to put food on the table for these precious kids. And yeah. you guys are, you know, men of integrity. You're mm-hmm. you're you're not out at the bar, you know, cheating on your wife. <laughs> yeah. You're being loyal. Yeah. Uh, family yeah, man. Absolutely. And I'm I'm I mean line them up, you know, with Brian and Caleb and and uh Naylor and Stacy Flanagan, all these guys, just Ed Wright and and uh so many others that are just qual I mean I, I gotta name everyone on the list. Uh, yeah. gonna be like, what you don't think I'm yeah, good character Paul? Let me out so there. everyone I've interviewed, man, I, I appreciate you guys. But it there's there's my point is there's a lot of good people out there in this industry and I'm just inspired by it. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, we're absolutely. on to do it. All right man, it's time for juicy steak Let's and get some it. uh potato. Yes sir. Maybe a little salad to go with it. <laughs> Did he just say potato? I think he did. Hey, you guys enjoy that meal while the rest of us are out here slaving away on our mowers, just hoping the boss lets us have lunch today. Speaking of food, some of the proceeds, just just some of the proceeds from our show go to feed hungry children. My hungry children. And the reason I bring this up is because of a review that we received from Jared's Lawn Maintenance. Paul, I hope you're sitting down for this one. He says, Paul, I accidentally hit one star, which was a huge mistake. My thumb hit it. Episode number 200 was the best. Now, if we get too many one-star reviews, my kids don't eat. That's the reason I bring this up. Uh, Well, Jared, I'm glad you caught it. We are not going to kick you out of the clubhouse. And thanks for uh, catching that mistake and coming back with a five-star review. Uh, We heard from Mike Country 94 He says, awesome show. Thank you for making such a great channel and having such awesome content. I've been listening since episode one, and I've learned so much from listening, and I'll soon be within the lawn and landscape business. Thanks for all you do. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for everybody that does give us a five-star review. If you got fat thumbs like I do, maybe use a finger to uh, to, to smash that, uh, that five-star uh, button there. Tap that five-star link. Well-worded reviews. Always appreciated. Keep crushing it, guys. Have a blessed day. And my kids, thank you. You've been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Thanks again to Echo for powering our first annual summer road tour. Check out Echo's product line at echo-usa.com. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on.